Hello, I'm Lauren. And I'm Michael. And, and we're, we're True, True Crime, Crime Guys. What are you doing? Oh, I thought we were doing that thing where we said the same thing at the same time. Since when do we talk over each other? Uh, like every episode for the last four and a half years. Fair enough. We've also been known to add a little bit of levity and bring new perspectives on history's most infamous killers such as Gacy, Ramirez, BTK, and many others, as well as a healthy dose of lesser-known cases, all while being the oldest true crime podcast you've never heard of. Not sure that's a good thing. Debatable. I'm in Las Vegas. And I'm in North Carolina. That doesn't stop us from getting together every week to discuss our favorite topic, moida. I also use my background as a musician to make an original intro song for almost every episode. Like this one about Jody Arias. Jody, Jody, bitch, you're the scariest. So if you like true crime, obviously you do if you're listening to this, and you don't mind a little bit of banter mixed in, give us a listen. Serial killers would not be idolized in the making of this podcast. Although many of them have physical and mental trauma in their backgrounds that explain some of their erratic behavior, they are, generally speaking, mostly narcissistic scumbags. We prefer to spend the majority of the time discussing how pathetic they are. Hello all, happy holiday season. Don't know exactly which day this is going to drop, <laughs> but we're not back. This is a little bonus episode because of some recent events, meaning mainly, well, the only event that's really stuck out for me is the whole Astrofest tragedy. Now, me and our off-screen producers last researcher, Bria, who helps us out on the show a lot, had a whole spiel she wanted to do about this because we've been talking about it for like days now. And I said, you know what? I pass you the baton. Go off. Go off, queen. Go crazy. So this is with that. This is going to be a little mini bonus episode of her going off about the very problematic and insane conspiracy theories surrounding this whole tragedy. And before we dip into that and talk about old big old Satan, I do want to uh, hit you with some hard facts about the event and the timeline just to like broaden the scope and knowledge if you're unaware of what happened. So, starting off, at least 10 people were killed and 100 more were injured at a concert in Houston after a large crowd began pushing towards the front of the stage during a performance. The performance was by the hometown native, Travis Scott. The concert was part of Astroworld, a music festival, which was a two-day event that began November 5th, and around 50,000 people showed up. It's like the hard number everyone's going off with, so... Now, it is one of the deadliest crowd control disasters at a concert in the U.S. in like decades. The one before that was in 1979, and 
it was a couple people who got crushed by doors in Connecticut at a The Who show. I don't know what that band is. So someone can maybe, I don't know, link me a song. No idea who The Who is. At that show, about 11 people died. Behind that was Woodstock 69 and three people died total and two of those people died of drug overdoses. So Astro World has by a huge margin been the most like deadliest catastrophe at a concert in the US. So now the cause of the surge remains under investigation. The police after just chucking a random theory that someone was going around and stabbing people with fentanyl. Yeah, the police first said that people, someone had a needle full of fentanyl, perhaps maybe fentanyl, and was injecting people with it, including staff. After one security guard put the prick, prick on his neck and collapsed on the ground, and they hit him with Narcan to help revive him. They have since dismissed that claim, saying that there is no evidence that anyone was running around injecting people with fentanyl. The, in, the inciting incident is still under investigation, but a lot of people are assuming it was just the chaotic energy that people are expected to have at a Travis Scott concert. There were 550 event staff, 99 armed private security officers, 76 off-duty officers of the police department, and a couple more paid event staff at the event. And this is what officials say. But on the streets and on TikTok, a lot of the security guards who were like hired are coming forward and detailing that they were basically just pulled off the streets and like hired via hearsay, like, oh hey. I heard they're hiring here. Let me go tell my homies so we can all like see a show for free and work for free. And like, you know, get work and get paid like, like an off weekend. A lot of them are saying that they weren't given like the lay of the land, any type of training. They weren't given clear guidelines or protocols to follow in an event, in a case like an event like this would happen. They were kind of just given a security t-shirt, given basic instructions and thrown to the wolves. So it's not a surprise that when things got out of control, a lot of them just didn't know what to do. Live Nation, the concert organizers did stop the concert roughly 30 minutes earlier than planned around 10, 10 p.m. 40 minutes after the city officials said that the mass casualty event had actually begun. So it took them 40 minutes to halt everything after people started collapsing and dying. The victims are young. The crowd was young, 10 people ranging in the age range of 9 and 27, with one age being unknown, died, and hundreds of other people were injured. Finally, Travis Scott's concert are just known to have this chaotic energy. Travis Scott earned a reputation for concerts featuring high concept stage productions, as well as just a wild chaotic energy from his audience. In 2015, he pled charges of reckless conduct after he encouraged fans at a Lollapalooza show festival in Chicago to climb over security barricades and onto the stage. Two years later, he was actually sued by a fan who said he had become paralyzed after being pushed from a third story balcony and dragged on stage while the rapper performed in Manhattan. I did see that video and basically he was about to jump and Travis Scott was encouraging him to jump, saying that the people under the balcony would catch him. The guy jumped, 
no one caught him. People at the event also are saying that signs of chaos started from the very, very beginning. At 3.30 a.m., fans began lining up. Now, fans had got there hours earlier. About a thousand people were already waiting outside the gates early Friday morning to get inside, most likely to be able to get to the very front of this main stage and camp out there until Travis Scott got there. At 10 a.m., they opened the gates. As soon as they opened the gates, concert girl was rushed through, some jumping over the barricades. One video actually showed crowds of people trampling over each other at the fence that they, as they rushed the grounds. You might also have seen videos where there's like a cop on a horse trying to tell people to stop and they pan over to a wall and you see people like climbing the wall like they're on World War Z trying to get into the show. Now as additive, there was a medical plan that was obtained by New York Times and in that medical plan, it did show that medical providers had formed a uh, main medical tent with two doctors, only six nurses, two paramedics, and nine EMTs. By 8.15 p.m. that night, the medical staff was overwhelmed as the main show kicked off and people started dropping like flies. Before 9 p.m., the uh, countdown of Travis Scott had begun. Even before Travis Scott even got to stage, people were already stampeding and getting injured. So much so where the medical staff there, the main tent, was already in trouble. Then a countdown timer begun about 30 minutes before Travis Scott's scheduled performance on the chill stage. An eyewitness who was an ICU nurse had made a post on Instagram and did a couple interviews saying that she was in the crowd and as the timer started coming down, people started pushing forward and then backward and then forward and then backward and you were kind of just getting sucked in deeper towards the front and just collapsing due to lack of oxygen and crowd crunch. Crowd crunch being where you're so compacted together, you just can't take a breath in and then you pass out because you're just exhausted. At 9.30 p.m., ambulances responded within the crowd. The music stopped as ambulances made its way through the crowd after the first reports of people getting hurt in the crowd. Video footage showed Travis Scott stopping his concert and asking, what is that? As the ambulance crowd, as the ambulance entered the crowd. 9.38 p.m. was when the MASH casualty event started to decline. This is around the time when people really started noticing something was wrong and Travis Scott actually stopped the concert and started asking someone, you know, what's happening, what's going on, and things kind of halted, but it was already too late, really. At 10.10, the performance stops. It officially started at 10, 10 p.m. More than 30 minutes after the casualty event started, even after the music stopped and emergency medical crews had to make their way through the crowds to get to their patients, they were blocked. Access, access were blocked. They were at capacity, over capacity, and the people trying to leave were just clogging up any entrance and exit possible. So responders couldn't get in, responders couldn't get out. And it's just really just a tragedy at the fault of the event staff, Travis Scott, I believe, and 
so much it taught me hindsight's 2020 but a lot could have been done to uh mitigate this and make this not happen and only thing worse than that are the people who are coming up with these crackhead conspiracy theories blaming everything on satan so i'll let bria take that away Conspiracy theorists are having a field day with Travis Scott's Astroworld Fest, and I'm in no way defending or condoning what took place that night, but in the midst of a tragedy, there is so much misinformation being spread online. People are going as far as to say Travis Scott performed a satanic ritual, which resulted in the lives lost. Folks have been looking for symbolism from his merch all the way down to the music that was played in between sets that someone is likened to a demonic frequency. And I looked into that and it turns out it was just deep techno music. There are clear groups and individuals who are at fault for the tragedy that did take place that night. However, to say that this was a demonic or satanic ritual is absolutely reaching. African Americans in the music industry have often been labeled as satanic and demonic amidst great success. Artists such as Jay-Z, Lil Uzi Vert, and Beyonce and others have been rumored to have sold their souls to Satan or have been known to be affiliated with the Illuminati. But at the end of the day, amidst all of that talk, why is it that African Americans can't just be talented? There are actual heavy metal bands and screamo bands and punk rock bands that do have satanic affiliation, yet no one bats an eye. Conspiracy theorists really thought they ate, but I hate to tell you guys, Satan did not actually attend World Festival. And I cannot imagine going to a venue where I expect to have a good time with my friends and end up fighting for my life. And I don't think that's an experience that anyone should have to go through. Music festivals are a safe haven and the culture of most of them is PLUR, which stands for peace, love, unity, and respect. Basically people looking out for people, people caring about people, people making sure that other people are good. As far as I'm concerned, the fact that the festival was oversold in the midst of a pandemic, the fact that people were so easily allowed to break in, the fact that there was a lack of medical staff and event staff and security, it just seemed like it was destined to fail. Where was the PLUR? Where was the peace, love, unity, and respect? How could individuals feel safe and secure with a lack of preparedness? And on top of that, at most music festivals, there are multiple stages that host events during operating hours that evenly split up the crowd to avoid situations like this. The fact that Travis Scott was the only act playing which resulted in all 50,000 people flocking to that one stage was completely irresponsible on all accounts. I 100% think that Travis Scott, seeing as Astroworld was his festival, is to blame for the event that took place, but I also think Live Nation has a huge role as well, seeing as they knew that this was a mass casualty event well into his performance and the show did not stop. I definitely think Travis Scott should be compensating these families who have lost loved ones at this festival, especially because there was no safety procedures, there's lack of security, and just overall, people weren't prepared for an event this large. There were children at this festival, and that just shouldn't be a case. This was no place for a kid. I think everyone involved in this festival should be held responsible, even down to the vendors. However, please do not use this tragedy as an opportunity to spread conspiracy theories and lies about something that was just a tragic accident. Now, to end the episode, there are lawsuits filed against Astroworld. Uh, one is over $2 billion, and one also includes $750 million. About 125 victims of the festival have named Scott, Drake, Apple, Live Nation, and the other big conglomerates added into this mess into said suits uh he is basically getting canceled he has lost a lot of sponsors people are pulling like nike said bitch no 
not here, not today. And I'm streaming more follow. Like I know a couple of concerts also took him out his lining, and it's 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 a mess. But someone has to pay. There were rumors like he made a post saying that some of the uh, lawsuits may be dropped, but we'll see because someone has to pay for people's medical bills, Mr. Travis, Mr. Scott. But yeah, that was our short little quick, easy rundown of what happened. Something I just really wanted to talk about. And also, I did miss getting the uh, the old mic out. But hey, we'll be back again soon enough. Make sure to follow on social medias. We post content there all the goddamn time. You know, just go listen to some old episodes or go check out episodes from our friends like True Con Guys or Cases of Color. Black Girls Gone. A lot of, lot of really good podcasts out there. Anyway, bye. Kisses from the homie. Time now for your latest weather forecast. Uh, they see me rolling up so clean, like I should, like what's good. Got that soul, got them hoes, yeah, I know, life is good. I just sit back and watch it unfold, talk less and I listen more. Y'all stepped in that same path till I came back with a different They see me rolling up so clean, like I should, like what's good. Got that soul, got them hoes, yeah, I know, life is good. I just sit back and watch it unfold, talk less and I listen more. Y'all stepped in that same path till I came back with a different role. You wanna be the man like this? Put the world in your hand like this. Come up with a plan like shit. We should make a jam like this with a vibe that they can't resist. Little flashlight cameras get. I don't read from the manuscript. I just paint a little picture to fill up the canvas with. Courtesy of the cannabis. I've been on the roll like bandages. And my advantages, the planets is aligned when I rhyme. Sit back, bad chick on my lap if she want. Give me top on mine with a vibe. And you looking real fine, but that's only the surface. Baby, give me your mind. Let me see what's inside. You show me yours and maybe I'll show you mine. Of course I'm crazy. Hope we don't mind. Hope we don't mind. Course I'm crazy, hope you don't mind, hope you don't mind, hope you don't mind. Course I'm crazy, hope you don't mind, hope you don't mind, hope you don't mind. I said, of course I'm crazy, hope you don't mind Force of nature, one of a kind Portrait painting, pull a perfect picture out like one at a time Course I'm wavy, what you mean? My team's supreme, we fuck up the scene Making my money stretch limousine Pull up, we looking fresh, winter green Would've thought we in a dream Surrounded by G's and Queens Money blue and the trees is green Shorty thick, I'm like G's Louise, ha Would've thought we in a dream Surrounded by G's and Queens Money blue and the trees is green Shorty thick, I'm like G's Louise Now I'm rolling up so clean Like I should, like what's good Got that soul, got them hoes, yeah, I know, life is good I just sit back and watch it unfold, talk less and I listen more Y'all stepped in that same path till I came back with a different They see me rolling up so clean, like I should, like what's good Got that soul, got them hoes, yeah, I know, life is good I just sit back and watch it unfold, talk less and I listen more Y'all stepped in that same path till I came back with a different road